Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. We talk hunting, fishing, camping, and everything in between. Ridge to Ridge Outdoors is based out of Temecula, California, and we want to share the knowledge gained through the ups and downs of Southern California hunting. Through this podcast, we hope to inspire the youth to get outdoors, help fellow hunters find success, and bring awareness to the issues facing our community today. Help us spread the word and get our community on the map for the level of skill and determination it takes our outdoors men and women to get it done in Southern California. This podcast is brought to you in part by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Brandon and I have been shooting Victory Archery arrows for the past two years. And did you know that each hunting arrow from the factory is fletched by hand? It's stuff like this that makes Victory Archery one step above the rest. Sweet. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Ridge Stridge Outdoors. Today, we have a very, very special podcast coming uh, based out of San Diego, believe it or not. Not our usual Temecula situation out of Brandon's spare bedroom. We're actually in the living room of Travis of San Diego underscore Muleys on Instagram. We uh, we talked about him last, or actually two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago yeah. with the uh, SD Muleys shoot. And man, that, that, was, that was an awesome shoot, dude. Awesome, awesome shoot. But anyways, Brandon, Brandon, take us away. Travis, what's up, bro? What's up, dude? So stoked you guys made it down. I uh, apologize for being so busy at work. And and when you said you guys were coming down, you were going to crash my house and do the podcast. I was like, all right, let's do this. Dude, right on, man. We're so thankful to have us down here and your your decorations down here man quite extensive bro dude yeah. it's no joke it's like it's awesome it's like your ultimate bachelor pad in san diego it's like oh my gosh i'm so jealous i'm surprised your old lady let you do this dude she supports me and and i mean pretty soon we're gonna have her harley parked in the living room probably too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know we we support each other in that's in awesome. our ventures like and and our hobbies and she likes to ride harleys and i like to go hunt that's it man and we both surf and so it keeps very it's a keeps very you even keeled relationship good dynamic man yes. i tell you what my old lady supports me but there ain't no effing way she let me throw down like this dude <laughs> i'll tell you what my lady doesn't even know what the hell i do every day she's like you guys are recording that thing that you guys do oh man and I'm like, <laughs> that yeah. yeah yeah that's great man well look man for the listeners that don't uh don't know exactly who you are go ahead man uh yeah i'm travis from uh well i know a lot of you guys might not know my last name bowman which I take a lot of crap for. But, Pretty fitting. Uh, yeah. So uh, I uh, do San Diego Muleys, which uh, I started a couple years, two years ago now, I think. And um, just kind of off of a notion that, uh, you know, after after all the attention that I got from from this deer behind me, the, the 200-inch buck, uh, you know, seeing all the seeing all the big deer coming out of San Diego, even, I mean, not even the big deer, just, just like all the deer, because it's so hard to hunt San Diego. And like, oh, as, yeah. as you guys have obviously yes. seen yep. and everybody, everybody that gets into a buck or a doe out here, like they deserve an attaboy. And, and, uh, we were kind of lacking that in San Diego. We didn't really have an Instagram page. We yeah. had, you know, like, I, I love to blow up, uh, SCH outdoors and, and, uh, Daryl, you know, he's, he's gone so far with that. Um, I'm just trying to, you, you know, just a little something, something, a little f- for Instagram and, uh, and just give everybody that pat on the back they deserve when they do get the, when yeah. they do get a deer like, and, and, you know, let the hunting community, which is really, a, it's really surprised me how much it's grown in the last year. 
Um, but the but the hunting community is seems like they're really like like looking at this in such a positive light, and they're giving everybody you know like like I put up a deer, and they I mean it just blows up, and the congratulations are going yeah. on. It's so cool, man. Like that's exactly yeah. what I was yeah, trying to absolutely. do. Well, you know, the majority of people that hunt San Diego understand how tough San it's Diego is. It's a struggle, is. man. We no. so we say it every single podcast, and it's still like it's just you can't you can't put it into words unless you've done it mm-hmm. in. Oh, yeah, my, my uncle back in Michigan gave me a hard time one time. You know, he's like, man, I can't believe you guys hike so much. Put all those money. He goes, I'd plop my ass on a hill and just wait. Sooner or later, they'll come through. I'm like, no, nah, you don't understand. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah, I, I mean, he just goes hops in a tree stand. And, you know, if you don't see a deer for a day, he's going, ah, I'll see him tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. us, it's like you can go a whole season without seeing deer. Well, when I first started, I think I went a whole season. And I saw like a doe on like one of the last times. I went out, man. One of my first years hunting San Diego, I remember like I probably went out 15 times and I think I saw deer two days. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, I've been hunting my whole life and like I've, I've have, you know, mostly Utah. Yeah. Uh, and then San Diego. And I, you know that there's always going to be those years where you're, you're just not seeing much. And, yeah. And so it wasn't like it was anything that would surprise me. And I just knew that I really needed to do a lot more homework and all that, right. which, which you know, a yeah. lot, of, a lot of guys don't understand that. Like one thing I, one thing I see in in uh, the hunting community in San Diego is a lot of within a lot of the new hunters is they really focus. They they start focusing on their shooting and their shooting and their shooting and right. their shooting. And it's like, dude, you got to get your like toes in the in yeah. the woods. You know, you got to get up there and hike around and start start really finding your spots and, and looking for trails. You know, a lot of guys go out and they're looking for deer and what they're not doing is they're not looking down at their feet and like right. looking for sign, looking yeah. for trails, looking for sign and not even sign, but fresh sign. Because yeah. like, you know, deer, Dude, deer shit lays around for years, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. It's fun to throw at people. You know, it, when, it, you're, it, when it, you're walking hard, <laughs> it, oh. you're absolutely right, man. You, you got to get down and you know, it's like, I don't even know if this is like cliche or if that's even the right word, but they say like, you got to kind of come like become one with like nature and yourself. You kind of got to like figure it out. And it people, they watch TV and they watch social media and they watch all these big deer getting shot and, and you know, they don't ever like sit back and, and look at what's in front of them to see what's in front of them. You know, you know, I, I would say the majority of the canyons in our local mountains, if you just go deep, get in it like don't sit on the ridge get in that canyon and go look at the sign in that canyon you'll see that deer running through there you know and depending on how fresh it is man it might be a good spot for you so it's like you just kind of gotta get away from what everybody else is doing and start from the basics absolutely and that's yeah like travis was saying a lot of people get away from that and they're they're so focused on shooting and gear and it's just like, dude, those are the last two things you need to worry about. Right. Like in your off season, yeah, of course you should be shooting and you should be looking at gear, but still like the time is now to be, uh, you know, you should have been doing your homework and hiking out there and yeah. figuring out, putting your trail cams out and, and really just, you know, dialing it in. Like now's the time. But a lot of people don't understand how hard Southern California is yeah. and San Diego is. Frustration well, has a lot to do with it too. People get frustrated. Um, oh. I, I mean, I'm so like ready to tap into that because oh, like, yeah. I mean, um, well, I, I mean, one thing I did want to say, like as, as we were touching on already, uh, is, is with the shooting and everything. Like I, I started putting on the, the San Diego Muley shoots, and and we can touch on that in a little bit. But just to get people focused on shooting all year long, and more so because like when it gets time for hunting season 
like like what I'm going through right now. I haven't been out yet this year. Yeah, and I'm I'm just like me and you both. Yeah, I'm crawling well, we, in my We had skin our right out of state hunts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but locally, yeah, we're we're both crawling in our skin. Got to yeah. find time. And, and my work, like my work, has been going crazy since April, and just working so much overtime. And I'm I like I was doing my best to just get out as much as I can and shoot and just just right. make sure that. Like when you're hunting, like the last thing you need working against you is your shooting. Yeah, yeah. Like you just, everything's got to be so perfect. Yeah, uh, you know, especially with bow hunting. With yeah. rifle hunting, you you know you you don't have to close the you distance. Gotta, like yeah, you, you got a few. Mm-hmm. You got you can err on side of caution at times. Absolutely, um, but if you are if you spend a lot of time shooting all year long, and then it gets to hunting season, and for some reason your work goes crazy or life goes crazy or something's happening where you can't quite get to the range, you got a little bit to lean on right there if yeah. you've been shooting all year. Yeah, yeah of course. And th- and then all of a sudden you get an uh, an afternoon where let's see, can I go shoot or can I go hunt? Well, if you haven't been shooting and right. you know like take a couple shots you're dialed in all right get out there and do it yeah but uh, like that's one that's one of the things i really try to try to pepper on the people is is that uh just just trying to shoot you know don't let your don't let your bow get get dusty and same same with your rifle like absolutely like um i know that i focus probably a little more on bow hunting mostly because i do it but i i rifle hunt i leave in three weeks now for uh for utah again man i I love rifle hunting Mm -hmm. you know i like rifle hunting out of state better though Mm -hmm. i feel like my optics actually come into i mean optics come into play here for sure yeah and uh i think there's just less frustration involved with out-of-state hunting for me it's it's a lot more exciting too like i mean for uh I, I really like hunting San Diego, but I love hunting Utah also. Like I, I just it's just I, beautiful country out there, I man. Know, it's so Holy much cow! Such a stark contrast. To, you know, if I'm not mountains. at work, I'm happy. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, I hear you, man. The little things in life. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, some people love their job. You know, and I'm like, eh. yeah, I love to not be at my job. Yeah, see how it's that a, works. It's a means to an end. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. But no, I um. um uh, talking about uh, getting like frustrated and disappointed, like my, my hunt in Utah this year with with my buddy, like we were we were on elk every day. And if I mean, if we would have if we would have been on a rifle hunt, we would have been tapped out first morning. Yeah, within yeah. fifteen minutes. Same with me. And every time we went out, there were only there was only two times we went out where we didn't see anything, and we could still we could still like you know we were seeing deer and everything and it was still interesting and everything, but we were seeing elk every day. Mm-hmm. It was just like our stocks kept getting blown by the wind. It was just amazing how the wind was working against us. And, you know, you know, everybody like everybody knows, like, especially with bow hunting, how hard you have to play the wind. And it yeah. just, it was just like, so in our face up there, like we'd be sitting there and the wind would be in our face. And all, all of a sudden you'd feel just a little tickle on the back of your ear. And you'd be like, Oh, the wind's shifting. And all of a sudden the elk would come out right in front of us. And they'd be looking right through us and like they couldn't even see us because we were so hidden into the trees and everything but they're just looking right at us i was like like just so many instances like that and i was just i was just watching my buddy like you know it's he's he's pretty new to hunting he's been hunting for about three years right and just watching his his like face the looks on his face he was getting so depressed like he'd get bummed and frustrated and then all of a sudden like i'd sit him down and be like dude we just had a rad hunt. Like, yeah, we, dude. We we just got up like sixty yards from a six by six, three hundred and twenty inch bull, and we we couldn't shoot it because we were right. We were we were cow spike, but but 
watching him get a little bit frustrated and I was like, yeah, that's the new hunter. It's kind of the new hunter thing. And I'm that's like, you got to, you, the, um, the emotional peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. I think I've, yeah. I've talked about with you guys yeah. where like yeah. you, you get in there and your, your blood's pumping and all mm-hmm. of a sudden it, your chance gone. is gone. And it, dude, that's, yeah. that's the story. That's the story of generally speaking, most San Diego hunters in this area. I mean, the peaks and valleys, like you got leading up to season, you're so pumped, man. You're watching hunting shows, you're practicing, you're ready, you got your gear straight. You go out, I mean, obviously it's a little bit different because you don't necessarily have, you know, Mm -hmm. you go out and then you don't see any game, Mm -hmm. right? And then you have game and then an opportunity blows. And then it's like the peaks and valleys are so lively in San Diego hunting Mm -hmm. because the opportunities uh, aren't always there that... I feel like if you've been hunting San Diego for a while, you can deal with those peaks and valleys out of state. Oh, absolutely. You know, like your buddy's brand new, three Mm -hmm. years, right? Mm -hmm. And he's been hunting San Diego for three years? Yep. And has he been in front of deer here? Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, he put on a gnarly stock last year, got right up, got up to 60 yards, and then just couldn't get the shot. Right. And I think he experienced every emotion of hunting that he would ever need to be a hunter for the rest of his life right see there you go so he's experienced it and Mm. he kind of it's for me i look at it and i go the determination it took me to be successful in san diego was like unreal yeah man it was it was it was it it was so hard for me to get past that learning curve and like figure it out that i kind of had those peaks and valleys at a younger age by myself i didn't really have a mentor you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but to go out of state and i get up on game and then the wind shifts, right? And it blows. It doesn't like discourage me. It fires me up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with young hunters, they need to get past that oh depression state on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. They got it. They got it. Got, it, it eventually will start to fire them up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel, I feel like, um, I, I mean, like you look at guys like, uh, like, like Johnny hunts and, yeah. and Daryl Sloan and, and, uh, you know, James Visser, all these, all these guys that, that have been hunting San Diego for so long. And like, they, it's like, once you get past that, or that first little initial, um, the unwelcoming party into hunting in San Diego yeah. where, where it's hard you know, you're not yeah. going to see deer very often. You're not going to see them every day unless you, unless you're, unless you got somebody like like how you guys kind of right. did it, how you came in brand new, yep. and you're there. You kind of got some spots, yeah. and you're putting them on stuff. And right off the bat, you're you're skipping like a year or two, which yeah. is oh, yeah. which is that rad. Is super and lucky. It, and like I f- I feel like kind of like with me and my buddy Andrew, like that's kind of where we went. Where like when we started hunting together, I I was able to just you know tell him like, dude, this is what you need to do. Instead, a bunch of stuff that I learned the hard way. Right, know? right. And and uh, for all the new hunters, you know. They, they, they got to go through those bumps and bruises. And once they get past those bumps and bruises, that's when you find out if you're going to hunt or not. Right. Yeah. Like, cause anybody can watch TV or, or, you know, Cam Haynes, like yeah. there's so many people who listen to Joe Rogan and listen to Jan- to Cam Haynes. And all of a sudden they are bow hunter. They're pounding right. their chest. They got a tattoo and they still don't yeah, man. even know where to hunt. I'll tell you this much. Two of those guys that you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, Daryl and Johnny, mm-hmm. I've never hunted with Daryl. And, uh, I've met Daryl maybe a handful of times in, you know, in like SCH functions. And I've talked to him via the form. Cool dude. Total killer. Mm -hmm. Total killer. Johnny. I've hunted with Johnny. Johnny's an animal, bro. Straight (laughs) animal. The guy, the guy 
he he's just a different breed, man. And I've when I first started out, man, I remember the first time I ever hunted with that guy, dude. We, it, I think it was the I think we did like ten miles. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a deer that was shot, but dude, the dude like, I kind of I don't want to say emulated him, but I I like looked up to him because he was a here I was a brand new hunter. Mm-hmm. Here he is getting deer two deer a year, right? Mm-hmm. Let alone one. It one is tough enough, right? So yeah. the dude is just. He's a he's a straight he, killer. Dude, he gets after it. He gets man. after it, bro. And he's and not scared. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw when he hurt himself this year. Like that was that was pretty brutal. Like I was watching his his little story. I was at work and had a pretty slow day and all of a sudden he's like got his shirt off and made a sling and his he's gotta climb out of this yeah. god awful looking canyon and for some reason he could get uh he could he could get on instagram but he couldn't uh it didn't sound like he could text or whatever and and like i hit him up a little bit later and and when he told me how bad it was i was like oh my yeah. god dude, put like, him out of work, what, what are you doing like you know you should be going in there by yourself and yeah. doesn't phase him one bit dude I, I think he hiked in the next day with a broken shoulder I'm sure he, yeah. he's, part of the territory he's super, part of the territory and you know what johnny is bro johnny's down to help like, oh, John, yeah. johnny's oh, a guy god, that would around. always give you advice like he's not some stuck up prick you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, dude, Johnny's just a chill dude. Drink beer with you. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, cool ass dude, man. I ran into him at the range, and we ended up coming back here with a twelve pack yeah. and drinking beers yeah, all night. Man. Johnny's a Johnny's rad. a rad dude. Taught taught me some things, you know, and just kind of said, man, you got to get after it. Yeah, like, you, you can't just you know. When I first started, like I said, man, I didn't I didn't start with anybody. Yeah, right? it was all solo, man. And mm-hmm. uh, he he legitimately. It wasn't like he was a full-time mentor, but once we started talking on the phone, I actually think he was like, oh, yeah, because I used, I used to train and fight and all that stuff, and he used to do a little jujitsu and mm-hmm. and, uh, dude, we kind of, like, hit it off right away, right? Yeah. So that's kind of mm-hmm. how our, like, friendship kind of kindled, mm-hmm. and uh, he just kind of took to me, man, and, and just helped me out. It was rad. He's a good guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure his mustache could kick my ass. Oh, it's a pretty sweet mustache, bro. <laughs> Anybody, anybody's facial hair can kick my my facial hair. You know, I'm just not lucky. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, but, but yeah, that man, San, San Diego's just a different breed, bro. Yeah, yeah. it's it's awesome. I, I I really enjoy it. I mean, the one thing is is like you know I've been an out of state hunter since 1984, and then I think I started hunting San Diego and in the mid to late nineties off and off and on. You've been at it for a while. And yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my dad, I, you know, he was so stoked that I, I liked hunting and was into it. And when he took me out the first, the first year I was just like so in tune. And then he drove me up to a cannon, kicked me out of the truck and he said, go get yourself a deer. And right. Didn't work, but that was, you know, he kind of the, he didn't, he didn't like, you know, hug me and walk me into it he he no a little bit of dude. yeah he a little bit of tough it. love yeah. and i wouldn't want it any other way that's like, awesome dude um but but yeah with with all that like you know having having to having to get to get to see all, all this around san diego all these new guys that i'm meeting because yeah. of this page is well and your page rad. it allows you it allows you an avenue to give back mm-hmm Cause it, you know, I'm sure people hit. You. I don't have Instagram, right? Patrick does all this stuff for us. Yeah, I don't I, have I, any I of that shit. <laughs> dude, I hate Patrick. And Patrick is uh, so busy working dude, that he can't he, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And he just kind of does. You know, he gets on it when he can. You know, but mm-hmm. our main focus is a podcast, and what we want to do Absolutely. is like like conversations like this, mm-hmm. little tips and tactics that people can pick out of these conversations are going to help them in the long run, right? Oh yeah. And that goes like with your page mm-hmm. and your shoots, dude. You're a very personal guy, like. I mean, 
I didn't even know you from Dick Dick and Harry, right? Mm-hmm. And and for I don't even know. I think Bass and Rob ba- or Rob got mm-hmm. us in contact, correct? Yeah, I actually um so I heard I heard about you guys from Johnny Hunt and then right. and then uh uh I'd been talking to Bass and Rob and then we met up at a shoot up at Henshaw right. and he was telling me that that uh you guys had heard about me and were interested yeah. in, in doing a in doing a podcast. Yeah. And I was like you know, like I, I, I did the YouTube channel with Visser, and I, I was, I'm just not a fan of listening to myself talk. Right. <laughs> but you, you are persistent. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, I, and you talked me into it, and I'm, I'm all right with it now. Like, I, you know, like I was kind of, kind of like, a little uh, weird about it. Yeah, you, you, you're a smooth talker, but yeah, man, I can yeah. talk, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like you, you provide. I don't even want to say provide a service, but you're an avenue for new guys. First of all, to see all the deer. Mm-hmm. That's super cool, right? Yeah. I mean, that mm-hmm. attracts everybody, right? They oh, want yeah. to see deer, local deer shot, right? That's mm-hmm. cool. So, outside of that, but you're also an avenue for people to communicate and help out one another. And, and like I said, you're, you're a very cool guy. So it's like I didn't know you from Dick and Harry, but yet we sparked up communication and, mm-hmm. and look where we're at now. Went to your shoot, dude. Yeah. All the camaraderie that was gained out of that, and and talk and conversation and all that kind of good stuff. And that, dude, we were on the Utah the Utah Lifeline for the yeah. elk hunt. Yeah, we <laughs> were, man. Oh you know, God. and it and it's it's just it starts there, and uh, you know, all the newer hunters, you yeah, know, they, they they learn tad bits here and there from everybody. Yeah, it's just like what we've been saying the entire time. Like, there's the other half of hunting is networking and stewardship. Yes, mm-hmm. and you're like the epitome of it, brother. I I, I appreciate that. Like I said, I, I, when I listened to your guys' podcast, I heard I saw you guys put up a new one yesterday. I listened yeah. to it, and you guys were said some pretty nice things about me, and I didn't believe a word of it. <laughs> well, no, no, dude, I was I was so stoked. Like, I was sitting there, and I came home, and I'm, I, like, told my chick, I'm like, you got to hear this, and, like, listen to this, and, like, like dude, they're, cool. like, all thumbs up, and she was oh, all dude, stoked. It's yeah. rad. I was stoked, dude, and I was like, I was like, you know what's cool is, like, right now, like, I feel like, I feel like, I finally, like, feel like I accomplished what I was setting out to do, like, you know, like, it's, it's yeah. rad, like. And, 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 you know, like the last thing I want to do on my page is uh, talk about me or, or put yeah, me on. Right. Uh, granted, last year I got a pretty cool story, so I threw it up there. But absolutely, but I'm so stoked to throw anybody up there. And I got guys, uh, you know, like right now it's San Diego deer season. So from, from now till the end of the year, you're not going to see anything but San Diego deer. Right. After that, like there's, uh, this guy just got, uh, just got a nice buck up in, uh, I think it was Montana and it was his first archery buck and he's been trying for years and it's such a such a monkey off his back and he right. was so stoked and he i mean like he sent me a picture right away right. and i was like dude i'm so stoked for you i just can't put up till january yeah not yet <laughs> like, I'm sorry dude it's like, cool because your page yeah. your page is so or uh southern california first mm-hmm. and it it's super cool it keeps our little niche together yeah right? there's nothing else like it yeah there's not and i just wish the deer would cooperate right now yeah well know. you know it's hot <laughs> it's hot yeah it's, so the story is like pretty much all of all of San Diego's like nobody's had any luck, and no. it's just like, oh man. Yeah, I, I know there was the the guy that got the doe last week, mm-hmm. uh, or he actually got it like four days into the season. Um, and then I was talking to Bruce. Bruce said he's heard of two deer that have gone down. I think that one, the doe was one, and I don't right. know who the other one was. But oh, dude, I saw a guy pull a doe off of Palomar Mountain on Friday last week. I I was driving up to go field some work up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dude was in like a, I don't know, a car. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to name it or whatever. But it, okay. anyways, he was packing it full of ice and it was in the back of his car. And I'm like, dude, that thing's low. He, he like caped half of it. 
for whatever reason, and it was he caped the ass end. What? Wow. Yeah, it was really weird, man. So he left like the the hide on the front shoulder, up the neck, and and on the, to the doe's head, right? And I was like, dude, you got ticks in that thing. And yeah. Like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna pack man. it right. I'm going to the butcher. I said, all right, man, just. You know, I, I do know that uh, um, a lot of times uh, like um, taxidermists or uh, a guy will get his deer. He doesn't know much about the, the caping and mounting and all that. So they'll they'll mess up the, the cape when they're when they're right. skinning it. And so so all the time the taxidermists are looking for for a good cape. So if you yeah, got maybe, a, if you maybe, got a good looking deer, yeah, maybe like, I mean, it was just a doe. It was a doe. I mean, clean cape. But. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I just said, "Hey, man, that's rad." He was going to get his tag signed off, and mm. I congratulate him. Like, dude, you're one of the few, one of the first few right now yeah. that have gotten deer down. So, absolutely, it was rad. I was pumped for him, you know. Uh, and I like, I, I mean, I've I've been getting messages from guys, you know, like, I it, it's so crazy how many people I, I get to talk to. I was, I, I mean, I, I feel like I have my own my own little outdoor channel right here on my phone. Yeah, like I, I, I got guys like hit me up like, dude, like I went out, I went out yesterday. I didn't see anything. I'm like, dude, it was full moon all weekend. Like, yeah. like if you're going to see him right now, probably best chance is going to be mid morning to afternoon. Like yeah. when they get up to stretch, like, like stick with it, like stay in your spot. And, and then, you know, just, um, you know, there's some guys that, that just, you know, they're kind of newer and they're not, they're not ready. And like, like they think that because they didn't see anything all morning, they're not going to see anything. Right. Like, you know, uh, just trying to, and, and you know, the worst thing is like when you tell somebody that and then they don't see anything, right. you look like a jerk, but yeah. like, you know, it's, that's, that's hunting. But it's just tough, dude. Yeah. It is just tough. Yeah. It's called but, hunting for a reason. It's yeah, not, exactly. it's not called killing. You yeah. Know, so it's just but, good. There's an avenue for guys to turn to with you. Abso- yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it gives them hope when you, when people see deer, like mm-hmm. when I first started SCH, I think it was uh Southern California hunting back then, but now it's SCH outdoors, right? Mm-hmm. They changed the name, yeah. but that was my motivation. These guys come October, man, these guys started posting pictures of bucks and that was my motivation to keep getting out there and like stay persistent. And it, and it just, it was tough. Yeah. It was a tough learning curve for me because nobody really wants to like, you know, hey man, you having a hard time? Yeah, all right, come with me. Like no one really does that. They'll give mm-hmm. them pointers and stuff, or hey, why don't you try this over here? But no one's like actually saying, hey, come with me, I'll set your tree stand up. Yeah, you know, like I'll take you to a spot that I know holds deer, and I'll set your tree. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It happens yeah. very infrequently. Yeah. So exactly, but it's just one of those things, you know. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw that guy that uh, that uh, Bruce from the bow shop is. Bruce showed me. Yeah, it's so so. And Bruce S- is such, such a, a rad guy. story, dude. Bruce is so rad, bro. Yeah, and, I, and anybody who doesn't know, like, uh, or doesn't follow Bruce around or whatever, like, we all, <clears throat> we all, we all uh, keep in contact, like, t- like touch a base with him all the time. And I go in there and just hang out sometimes, just to hang yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, he started telling me about this guy. Um, uh, Danny, Danny Meadows, who, who has battled with MS and, uh, um, he can't use his legs anymore. And, right. and so he is uh from the waist up hunter yep. and, and, you know, bef- he started shooting bow last year and I believe it was a year now. And he told Bruce that he really wanted to try hunting. And I mean, the guy hasn't even shot a 3d target. And like, that's where like, I'm, I'm so bummed I'm working right now because I'm, I'm like, dude, like I can get you into Balboa or I can right. take you. Like I was, I was asking you guys about, uh, JP outdoors. Yeah. yeah uh, his shoots. Shoot. And then it's like, when's his next one? You know? Yeah. Cause it, uh, I mean, Danny's in a wheelchair. Right. And so, um, for, for 
for Bruce, it, you know, he's, he had the time and Danny hit him up. And so Bruce went out and built Danny a blind yeah. and it was kind of easy to get to off of a trail and it's in a spot where there's going to be deer. And, and, uh, and then of course, like a couple days before season, he, he had Danny hop in his wheelchair and took him out on the trail and then firemen carried him over to the spot. Yep. And, um, you know, like, like to see that, to, to, to see that come out from someone like, like, that's pretty cool on Bruce's part, but yeah. what's, what's way cooler is, is, is like, you know, like every day I wake up, I, I get up to go to work. I look in the mirror and I see this mug and right. I, I take it for, for granted. Yeah. When, when Danny gets up in the morning, you know, he, his, his struggles start right off the bat. You oh know? yeah. And I don't think he sees it that way. I think he saw it as like, I want to hunt. How am I going to do this? Right. And now, now when Danny looks in the mirror, he sees a bow hunter. That's right. That's fucking rad dude i i'm so stoked for danny like uh, like the fact that he's sticking with it and he's ready to go and and you know has he hasn't been in the stand yet this year um i am so so pulling i i was pulling for tony right hunt shoot drag right i really want to well right and then i heard about patrick's story and i was like man i got two guys i really pulling for Danny just kind of trumped you guys. Too. Yeah, I know, man. For Danny, a little bit more. Dude, I was down at Bruce's shop, the bow and arrow shop in uh, Lakeside, mm-hmm. and uh, he was tuning tuning my bow because the whole rain seven debacle with the limbs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he tuned my new bow, and and he, dude, he showed me that, and I was like, God damn, dude, yeah. such a good guy. Yeah, you know, and and kudos to Danny, bro. Oh my god, that dude. guy, he 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 wants to hunt. And he's gonna. Well, the the rad thing is like Bruce was telling him, like you know, like I can't guarantee you're gonna see everything every day, and we're gonna have to, you know, we'll have to. And Danny's Danny's like, dude, just being out there is gonna be awesome. Yeah, and I was like, boom, dude, that guy right there, like, dude. I wish I could, I wish I could sell that attitude to mm-hmm. every hunter. I know. Oh yeah, exactly. every hunter. Dude. People Indivi- take it for granted, dude. dude. Just, yeah. just individuals in general. Yeah. So if 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 you guys are listening and you hear this, like, uh, look up, uh, I. I it's Danny Mirror Meadows. I, I I think it's Danny underscore Mirror underscore Meadows. I'm not sure, but um, you can look, look it up, bro. Yeah, I'm look them up. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a a, a story on them um, when I get time, probably in a week or two or whatever. But just it'd be. I, it'd be I just want to. I told Bruce. I said I want to get him on the podcast. Oh, that'd be cool. I want to get him on this. Yeah. You know him and Bruce. Yeah. Talk about it. Let's hear it. Oh yeah, dude. I want it. That dude. That would be yeah. so good. People need to hear his. You know. Story, it would, bro. It would be super cool. And Danny's such a rad dude, man. I I met him, you know, a while ago in the shop, and we talked a little bit. And then next time I saw him, I had heard about his thing, and I was like, dude, I'm I'm gonna do my best to get you to like get to a 3D shoot, or yeah, if we have to go down to Balboa and like open the bottom gate and like set up like five targets and have them. Well, definitely the next JP Outdoor shoot because yeah. that's flat land. Like mm-hmm. we typically flat land it. I mm-hmm. mean, there's like one hill we got to go down, but we drive. We can drive down it no problem. Yeah, or oh, yeah. we can go do our first uh, JP Outdoor shoot where we used to shoot. Where I, I oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 Just absolutely, dude. We could totally make it happen. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, for that'd sure. Be cool. That's yeah. super sick. I know Danny's Danny's totally down, and and you know he's he's got his set up and everything. So yeah, be man. cool to get him out. Yeah, for sure, dude. Let's change course a little bit. Let's do it. What do you think social media has done to hunting? Do you think it's affected it in a positive way or a negative way? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> All right. Do you guys uh, by chance follow copper-plated sixes or makes hunting great again? 
No, I don't. No, okay. I don't follow. It's don't. kind. Of, it's kind of a touchy one right here because those guys. Those guys are like they're brutal. Like they. They, they ba- really. Are they oh yeah. Good. But they they go after the guys who are in it for the wrong reasons. Like the people who are in it for likes. Like um, yeah. The, you know, like when you see a when you see like a guy with his shirt off. You know, like oiled up, muscly, like right. so over his buck. Like, dude, get the hell out of here, yeah. dude. Like, you're not doing anything. Like, we yeah. we are in a battle every day uh, trying to put a face on hunting that is acceptable to the general public that doesn't hunt. Right. And when you take and you, like, I, I mean, like, or, or the ones that are, like, super bloody, or yeah. I, I don't know if you saw the one with the, with the, the girl that was hunting in, I think it was Great Britain, and... Yeah, I, I I don't know how far I can go with this. So you can, we can edit it out. But she she had a bloody dildo like next to a goat that she had shot. And ah, fucking like stupid. any any person, you can turn a non-hunter into an anti-hunter in two seconds flat with a picture like that. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And a lot of people like in Utah, you don't have to deal with that. Like it, most of the people in Utah hunt. Right. In in Montana, like you know, minus Bozeman, uh, most of the people right. in in Utah hunt. But like when you come to California. Most of the people here are taking their dogs into restaurants to eat. Yes. And, yeah. and so like you're you're talking a whole new world here. And so um I kind of started following these guys that was uh, copper plated sixes and makes hunting great again and started watching, man, they they're pretty ruthless. They go after uh, a lot of people who are doing it for the wrong reasons and they're yeah. they're not scared. And I, I, I kind of started looking into it. And they, I mean, they're like right there where I'm at, like where, I, where like I believe like if you're going to if, if you're going to take a picture and put it on Instagram, like for the world to see, at least let it be classy. Let, at least right. show show your respect to the animal that mm-hmm. you that you're harvesting, like, you know, or, or you killed it, whatever. Um, but but just show your respect. And like like because um, a lot of people who who don't hunt aren't ready to see that, you know, they get yeah. right. And and so like. Um, the social media side of it, I think it's, it's done a lot of negatives as for like, um, blasting out spots. Like you got all these, these, there are a lot of cool hunts all over, all over the United States that you can go to. And they used to be kind of secret. And now like you get like one guy throws it out there and all of a sudden 10 guys are throwing it out there. And all of a sudden you show up to your favorite spot and there's 10 trucks there and right. you're not hunting your favorite spot anymore. Yep. Yeah. And and so, on the other hand, it, it there is an avenue where we where you can like um like I, I mean Joe Rogan uh, and Cam Haynes have have like brought so many people into hunting yeah. like because of social media. Yeah. And because of the Joe Rogan's podcast and Cam Haynes and you know granted I I, I can't stand the fact that he jogs and talks to the cell phone oh, <laughs> bugs yeah. the crap out of me <laughs> and, i mean he's it's not just him but now he started that with everybody and i can't tell you like when i see people jogging and talking to their friend well stop talking to your Y'all phone stop you're it. jogging damn it yeah, yeah. um but it, i i mean i think that there's th- th- there is a little bit of positive to that like because uh, the number of hunters which it doesn't seem like it but the number of hunters is down and and like we're we're about to lose our our privileges to hunt bobcats in, yes. in California, absolutely because of that, and mm-hmm. be, and also because um, because of the the face that is being put on hunting by a lot of people. Right. I mean, 
and, and there there's there's a lot of people who just don't think about it and like if they if they were to just sit and look um i had a conversation with the the guy from copper plated sixes and he was telling me about how um he want he wanted to, he wants to talk to me about uh doing a shoot in georgia and not necessarily me going over there but he wants to know what i got to do to set it up and all that because uh somebody shot a deer and it was it ran about a quarter mile or so and it went into the backyard of a person's house in the middle of a birthday party and fell over and died in the middle of the birthday party and now because of that you're not allowed to hunt within like a certain amount uh, a certain radius of these two very small towns in Georgia I guess oh, uh, it's kind of kind of a uh, you know like I don't have all the facts right. but I was talking to him and when he told me about that I was just like sounds oh my pretty God. extreme but that's that's what we Right. That's what we got to work on. Yeah. Like that we got to like, you know, like, and, and that's the, like with my shoots, like when I put the shoots on, like, that's what I'm trying to do is like one shot, one kill ethical, like yeah. done and done and done rather than like having it run, you know, that yeah. far off and all that. So, so, you know, and that's kind of one of those things. Shots are, it's hunting with a bow is a hard shot period. Any shot you take, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you want to be as clean and as ethical as possible, but unfortunately bad shots do happen and and it's what you make of that situation you know i mean I we don't like you said we don't know the full details of that and yeah and all of it but it seems pretty extreme for a city ordinance to say oh you can't hunt with the next amount of feet of the or the actual limits you yeah know what i mean mm-hmm. but that could totally happen i could see it happening oh uh, i mean uh, like when i was talking to this guy about it he was like he was like so like passionate about like i, I mean if you follow him like he he gets he gets after people right. pretty bad. So it's pretty funny. John from JP Outdoors, he he bought a bino harness from uh, T&K. I think it's like T&K or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're bashers too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They like, John tells me all the time, like they mother F dudes on social media. Like they go after them. And, I'm so following these you guys. Know, it, it, <laughs> I, I, have, I, I, can, I can appreciate the bashing. Yeah. I'm an iron worker, man. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, you got to have thick skin. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, it, Absolutely. And, yeah. And if you're putting yourself out on social media, like I, I've, I've been pretty lucky. I think I had one guy call me out once and that was it. Like I'll, now I probably just opened up the, the doors to get oh get yeah, beat up verbally on yeah. on uh on instagram but uh um i you know the one thing and also is like i i a lot of my info like i try to do research on my info and everything right and i try to i try to give out uh, you know i i found out that i i was talking about uh like the sales of of licenses and i thought that the, i was actually told that there was a small amount of sales uh, a small amount of money from the sales of a license at a at the uh, sporting goods stores or whatever that goes to the to the dealer, which it, it doesn't. Right, right. Um, I learned that the hard way. Yeah. And, well, and, it is yeah. what it is. I mean, oh, yeah. if you're wrong, they're gonna jump down your throat was, real quick. But it was fun. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It was like all of a sudden, I was like, oh, like uh, this guy's getting snappy, and yeah. I was like, but he was right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely correct. So, and, and we we kind of implore people to do that is check people who need to get checked. Absolutely. It, it, Absolutely. It grows us all. Yeah. Like, as I, it I was does. Saying, I yeah. haven't seen my feelings since 1989. <laughs> well, that's so, when, when was that? Was that when you joined the Iron Workers <laughs> Union? It, it, I joined in '88. It oh, was oh. after after a year of crying my guts out every night when I felt. Sleep. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know? like, well, it paid off. But yeah. well, look here, man. When it comes to social media, man, I I look at it and I go for the hunting, the hunting industry, and the hunting community alone. Uh, I feel as if yeah, it's done some good, but I also feel like it's pretty detrimental as well. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because, 
like we we walked in your house you got the hunting show you know hunting hunt channel on mm-hmm. like dude they're not shooting 90 inch forkies no you know what i mean like yeah they're shooting 185 inch deer and if it isn't 185 inch deer don't make the cut yeah and that's what people see and it's just like with everything else dude like i mean everything in life you see famous people driving cars like if you drive you know you drive a corolla you're not the kardashians that drive you drive a phantom you know or you know what i'm saying so it's like with everything it it's bad that way like i feel like what everybody wants to do is post the biggest picture Oh, like the biggest absolutely. buck, you know, they want to kill the biggest deer. Like, sure. I want to kill a big deer. Absolutely. But I know that if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to just pass up on an animal because it's not big enough. That's just yeah. like my own personal beliefs. But see when kids and young guys and gals that are getting into the industry, getting into hunting, they see that. And then, mm. you know, that's all they want to kill or, or, you know, they're going to try to kill the biggest deer possible. And that's not what hunting's all about, man. Hunting's all about like what my roots are, like getting out and, and just being outdoors and trying and striving for an opportunity at an animal, right? Like I just feel like social media and the outdoor industry itself is painting a bad picture. Cause like if you were to go to shit, I don't even know what they call it. Like that big hunting expo up in Utah every year. Oh, the Western Conservation yeah, and Hunting Expo. Like, yeah. Bro, are they going to show that fork you got right there hanging up? You're probably so proud of that thing. Are they going to? They actually showed that one. But that's, but that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> they made me right? go up there. They wanted me to go up there. And tell me how there. cool that is. I mean, yeah, that's great, and that's awesome. They made you take that up there, and they said, dude, you're going to put that up. Right on. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, dude, that's what, you know, you cut your teeth on stuff like that. Oh. That's what that's what brought you into it. That was the mountain lion deer last year. There, like that, that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I I absolutely 100% agree. Like, you know, um, I think like um, something that would would make it even better. Like with with any picture of any deer, forky or whatnot, show the picture of your freezer when you get dude, done yeah. processing that. How sick would that be? I mean, like um, you know, something a lot of people don't understand is like like you know like. That forky, probably two, three years old, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, like, usually when you're eating cow, like if you're eating a steak, like that cow is probably a year and a half old. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah. that's right there. That's bottom line. Like, and that gives was, me that gives me right. enough on my chest. And it was a, out of a feedlot out of El Centro, bro. Mm-hmm. Bakes in the sun its entire life. It's a oh, yeah. hundred degrees plus nine months out of the year down there, and they got little slot shades for shade. Yep. It, it it's you know the ethical beef is bs it, there's, a, there's a huge disconnect right yes. now between hunting and you know the consumerism version of where meat comes from and how it just gets to the grocery store right. somehow in this right. nice neat little saran right. wrap package yeah it's, it's and, just they're, they're cutting out the, the you know they separate themselves from the butcher you know like, yeah. And, yeah and that's a, that's the terrible thing is like is like they're they're not they feel better about it because they don't have anything to do with it well sorry but you Dude. know for us to live, something's going to die. Right. Like, absolutely. That, yeah. That's just nature. And, you know, I put those people that, that are so disconnected with where their meat comes from. I put those people in the same category as people hunting for likes. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, it's complete opposites. But at the same time, like, dude, people that hunt for likes and, like, have these YouTube channels that are just out there to, like, promote themselves. And they're not stewardships and they're dicks. And, you know, like, it just it really chaps my ass, man. It, I absolutely agree. It's, I, I, it's sickening, and and um, um, I don't know. Do you ever? Do you ever? Have you followed the Bomars at all? 
So, I, I mean, I'm going to go. So, like, I don't know. Have you guys looked into or have you seen the, the spearing? Is that, uh, hold on, is Bomar, what's his? Josh Bomar. Josh Bomar, no, but I've watched yeah. that one guy on YouTube. Uh, he does like crazy shit like that too. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, Tim. Yeah, Tim, Tim Kells or Hells or, or what is it? It's Tim. Yeah, my buddy, my like my brother from another mother in Utah loves him. And I like he was like even he was t- saying like the guy spirit something. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I'm too down with the spirit thing. The Bowmans like, are they had a, a channel, like an outdoor channel, mm-hmm. and then they got kicked off, right? Yeah, because of the He spirit a bear. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. And yeah. it was like uh, I don't know. They just they just very energetic and very uh, like a lot of I think even she's got more testosterone than I do. Like, oh, is yeah. it like real bloodthirsty type? Yeah. Ah, oh, well, that, it's just know. not. It's just not a good. No, it's not. And, and you know, like for, for each his own. Like, if I could show you guys a picture of like me with blood all over my arms and everything and all that, that's cool. But, but like, that's different than posting yeah. it for the world to see. And that's then it goes right back to what you're saying about like the 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 Instagram like the, it's the likes. Yeah, and they're they're not they're not doing it f- because if, if they were doing that to fill the freezer. And, right. and like to like for me, this is my family tradition that has been carried on. My, my uncle, my great uncle is 90 years old and he, he you know, he went hunting this year. Like, um, it, it's just, it's been in my family. When right. I was a kid, I, every year we lived off venison for right. a long time. And so I, I got no problem. Like somebody has a problem with me doing what we do. I got, yeah, you know what, do your own, go, go sit and do your homework, read a little book about like, about about every little thing that you do and how much that affects wildlife and all that. And, right. And then come back at me like, yeah, yeah. It, we, so. a lot of people don't understand that we as hunters are some of the biggest conservationists out there, period. Yeah. We can, because we understand, most. we understand that we understand both sides of the coin mm-hmm. and, uh, it's just, oh man, so many people just botch that with social media oh, yeah. and they just, they, they burn the witness. Yeah, they That's do. It. Dude. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> they do. A lot of good little. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, Hadley's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dad, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's got little inserts like that. He's you know? he's he's rough around the edges. I'm not. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> real fine tuned. Yeah, he, he you know he can put out that like intellectual talk. You know, you need to write a book. Yeah. Oh, he probably could. One of these How's this one? <laughs> yeah. He probably could, dude. But it, you yeah. know, it's just as far as social media goes, dude. I just don't necessarily believe in it. Like I I'd like exactly what you're doing. You know, you're out there, you're helping the community out, you're trying yeah. to promote better stewardship and ethical shots and helping the younger guys out or, you know, the people that are just starting, guys and gals, you know, you're helping them out. Like, oh. you started uh, you started something in San Diego that I don't know if you necessarily realize what you started. You started a a, a trend, bro. I feel like you started a trend and and that's to to shoot more to take better shots. And you even said it the other day, last time we were on the phone, you said the average score went up. Yeah, it did. That, you know. Which, which I, I mean, I don't know if that was anything, if that has anything to do with me or if, or if it doesn't. If it does, I'm, I'm super stoked. Like, I, I know that what I what I was trying to do is I was trying to, to just draw people out there for a yeah. fun shoot. And you guys you guys got to do the, the season opener. You didn't yeah. get to do the broken arrow. Right. The broken arrow was pretty brutal, but it was fun. Uh, there was a lot of that prizes. was your shoot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do. I went to that shoot with you after the season opener. Mm-hmm. That was that yeah. one up there at Henshaw. Henshaw. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, but it. I just feel like the shoot, the season opener shoot you mm-hmm. put on, isn't a trad shoot. It's a real life. 
you know, take the shot or don't, Mm -hmm. you you know, like it's more of a hunting driven shoot and it brought the hunting community together. And there was a lot of people that wanted to go that couldn't go. Yeah. Work schedule, family, whatever, man. So if if everybody that wanted to go showed up, dude, you'd have been, it would have been too busy. Yeah. I I kind of feel like, uh, the, so the broken arrow was in May and it, it had some of the same shots, but there were a lot of, a lot of ones like, I, I mean, I just put it out there where I wanted to do a shoot where every shot was really hard and every shot had consequences because because when you're like if you're training for hunting like the the, the season opener I want people to have shot with consequences but I also want it to be a confidence builder like I want people to walk out from from the season opener either knowing that hey man I'm ready or I need to practice right um um last year like it was so rad like uh, you know we were talking about devin from um from victory arrows like his wife uh did the shoot last year and and one of the shots that that she didn't do so good on a couple weeks later she's out hunting and she's got a deer 55 yards a nice little forky and she didn't take the shot right and because she didn't do good at the shoot right and then i guess a couple days later she she like just center punched a doe and it mm-hmm. ran I, I mean it, it ran like 60 yards and dropped and like, like when she told me that and like i was so stoked like it That's was like awesome. it was like i did i did yeah i did good like i felt like i did good with the shoot and so like that motivated me this year to, right. to do better but but i i want people to go into these shoots and, and just you know either like i want them to come out confident right which means you got to shoot mm-hmm you gotta shoot. You gotta shoot, bro. Um, it'd be rad if like if everybody went to the shoot and didn't break one arrow. But unfortunately, <laughs> well, there's yeah. a lot it of happens. trees. Well, when you, you're shooting trees and then you're shooting in between steel, yeah. that's what happens, man. I mean, and yeah. and I applaud everybody that shot it and broke an arrow. At least you gave it yeah, a shot, bro. I applaud everybody that that showed up because yeah. I mean, it, there's a there were some target shooters that showed up and mm-hmm. like. I, I know they had fun. Like everybody's coming up to me to have yeah. fun, but I, I, I appreciate the hunters that came out and broke arrows and had to go buy new arrows yeah. and all that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't want you guys to have to spend money and all that, but I want you to make uh, like that. That shoot is, is, is designed to put consequences on it, to try and emulate hunting and get your heartbeat. And like, yeah. you know, like, um, I, I, I don't know how I figured out how to do it, but I can, I can be shooting and I'll shoot like a, a around at 60 and my group will grow out to like eight or nine inches and then i'll just be like okay and i'll i'll dial in i'll be like okay pretend it's a deer and all of a sudden my heart gets to racing and everything gets serious and my group goes down to like three or four inches at 60 and uh with with five arrows and i don't know how i can do that where i can just get my heart my i get my jitters and everything and and you just focus bro yeah absolutely but i i can't get i can't teach people to do that so I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) Stay tuned for the second part of this podcast where Brandon, Patrick, and Travis talk about missing shots and mountain lions.